and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Welcome to the Rush Soccer Club Development Series. I'm your host, Nick Penn, Executive Director of Rush Soccer. We'll be focusing on specific areas of club development within the Rush. The goal is to use Rush leaders from across the US to help share ideas and advice on best practices of the Rush way. Let's get into it. You're listening to the Rush Soccer Club Development Series with your host, Nick Penn, the Executive Director of Rush Soccer, exclusively on the Rush Podcast. Welcome to this edition of the Rush Club Development Series. I'm your host, Nick Penn. This afternoon, I'm humbled to be joined by Rush Soccer President Tim Schultz, Idaho Rush President Lee Riley, and the Missouri Rush President Mike Suits. Today, we're going to dive into the topic of governance and get some insight on how your board of directors can positively influence and help direct the future of your club. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome and thanks so much for uh, coming on to the podcast today. So uh, we're going to go through these questions and hopefully we can give some advice and some um, uh, information to some of the rest of our clubs out there. So uh, let's kick it off with the first question here. Let's um, start with Tim, if you can answer this one first. What do you feel is the most important aspect of being a club president? important thing is, uh, is that, you know, if you're a board member president, which is typical in the United States, and you're a volunteer, it would be really to um, facilitate your staff, get them, give them the tools to get their job done, and really try and protect them from all the political harm that just destroys the club. That would be my, my comments. Very good. Well, what's your thoughts, Mike? Uh, you're from Missouri. Uh, what some of the stuff that you've experienced out there that you think is important as the president? Uh, I think what Tim said, he said about protecting your staff is, is very important. I put that in the category of health, the health of the club. Uh, you know, I think as a club president or a board of directors, your number one job is to protect uh, the health of the entity. And that includes the, the psychological health of your staff and uh, maintaining that, that, that vision that inspires them all and, and keeping them on board. As, as a board of directors or as a president, being the guardrails that kind of protects that environment that initially brought everybody together, created that passion for for, for what it is you're, you're striving for. You got to protect that when you take your eye off the ball. You know, sometimes, you know, you know, stuff comes up that can that can drive wedges. You know, that health in the, the staff psyche is is big. But, you know, it's also the business uh, side of things is the board. It's our job to make sure that, uh, you know, the club is healthy financially and, and as a business that, you know, the, the so that we serve, you know, the, the staff and facilitate and, and also create those opportunities for kids. That, that's awesome. Well, let's move on to the next question. And Lee, do you want to start us off with this one? Um, so your board, how hands-on are they day to day? You know, that's a, that's a good question. Um, honestly, not at all or very, very little. Um, our board is set up as an advisory board. Um, and to elaborate on what Tim and uh, Mike said earlier, I think um, it's important to protect those that our, our staff and our coaches from what they're good at in their profession, um, being coaches and on the field, the board members have their own expertise and um, we want them to focus on the big picture stuff and the big picture items. So the day-to-day running of the, of the business, it's kind of overseen by the, myself as CEO and uh, protecting the, the interest of the staff and that they can focus on what they're good at. So, in short, not not much at all. Very good. Um, 
Tim, you you got it like slightly different. If we look on the rush soccer side of things, um, how how do the board members react or act as a rush soccer SPI board? Yeah, just to clarify, I got a I got a couple of boards that I'm president of. One is the SPI entity, and that is uh, you know has a different mission statement. <clears throat> it doesn't really have membership. Um, we they pay membership fees and membership dues, but all the members belong to the respective clubs in their in their areas. That board is very hands-off. We meet, we meet uh, uh, semi-annually, and um, they're, they're hardly involved in any of the day-to-day affairs. We probably ask them for sure to adopt some policies, but since the club is 20 years in the making, there's not many policies or, or, um, or, um, or rules we have to adopt, so they've been enforced for quite a while. But for sure, they get together and approve an annual budget which is typical for a, a standard board of board of directors. So that's the SPI standpoint. Um, day-to-day operations are so different than your local soccer club. Just, just our mission is to help clubs get better. We're pretty much a local club is to help kids get better. Awesome. Cool. All right, uh, Mike, let's move on to the next one here. So on your board, do you have any like uh, board members that have specific specialities? And, uh, and is there any on there that you don't have that you feel would be important that you're going after here in the near future? Hmm. Uh, I, you know, when I t- look at that, I look at it like, uh, you know, as far as talents go and kind of I try to reflect on what, what's helped us see success. Um, our board members here in Missouri, uh, they're they, outside, of, outside of Missouri Rush. They're business owners, uh, team leaders within their profession. Um, and I think, I think that that is, that's really what, what gives us an edge as far as, you know, our, our, our growth and the proactivity that's, that's within the club. You know, you've got a group of guys that are, you know, they, they just, they have a little bit different perspective and, uh, you know, being coming from that business environment and it, it really helps us out a lot. So I'd say we're, we're real heavy on that side of things as far as the, the specialities go is, is the fact that, uh. Our board, our board members are also business owners, you know, and, and it, it, it gives us a, a way of looking at the club, you know, going back to that first question as far as protecting that health and leading, um, organizing and managing uh, things along that nature, you know, it, it really helps us out. Very good. Uh, Lee, what about um, out in Idaho? Yeah, we, um, we have a board of uh, nine directors and uh, I've got it set that they stay on the board for um, three years minimum. And uh, every three years I, we remove three board members and add, add three, three new ones. So there's some continuity there with at least six board members, but I think there's a couple of key roles. Certainly as the treasurer, you want a CPA or an accountant, uh, someone with an accounting degree, um, it's important that you have an attorney probably on your board. Um, there's politics involved and you might be in, in need of a, an attorney at some point. Um, currently on our board at the moment, I have a realtor, um, someone that knows uh, the, the real estate market. Um, we're currently looking to develop some fields. And um, then I've also got uh, a marketing expert, and someone that uh, in their profession is in the marketing business to help us with our marketing needs. And then uh, 
the last board member that we added was uh, a grant writer, someone with some expertise in grant writing. So it's taken it's taken some time to to establish a, a board that I think are effective. And, you know, I think it's really important to get people that are more knowledgeable than yourself. Um, something I learned from Tim years and years ago was, look, you're not going to know all the answers, but what you can do is find out <clears throat> from somebody else and find uh, someone in their field and, and get them working for you. So um, I'm lucky at the moment, I've got a really good, um, reliable board with, um, and, and I think the other thing to mention is to have a little bit of diversity to the board that board members do question you on certain things and you don't want everyone being a, a yes man and agreeing to things because I think that's important too. That, that's awesome. Yeah, this is uh, Nick, this is Tim. I'm just going to chime in there a little bit. You know, some very good insight there, Lee. Um, so, yeah, I like the concept of having an attorney on the board, if, if, if at all possible, if, if the listeners could hear that one that's a good one because they're expensive and not only can they get you out of trouble but they can keep you from getting in trouble maybe looking over contracts or or maybe a, a nice letter that's firm that says hey back away so I, I agree with that one I like that one and then a treasure is nice um, I, I'm pretty sure um, everybody in the entire country has to have three positions a president a treasurer and a secretary so that treasure would be nice to have some you know, some financial background and maybe they're in a smaller club. They can actually do the books, you know, a quarter of a million dollar budget, half a million dollar budget. That's enough for a, a volunteer to take over. Once you get a little bit higher, that that person could be a volunteer on the board overseeing a bookkeeper. So that's a good one. And then I like the comment that you made about diversity. You know, that's that's good. If you have a rec program and a competitive program, elite, you know, if you if you can bounce it out, that's kind of special because you don't want to. In my opinion, you don't want to have a you know a girls program only. Well, that's not a soccer club. That's a that's a girls soccer club or or competitive or rec. I think a soccer club is well diverse and and then the board represents many of those 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 programs. And my gosh, Lee hit the nail on the head. These guys are volunteers. You know, they got a full time job. And now they're going to they're going to write a grant for you and maybe 10 of them and maybe maybe lucky get one. So, you know, why would this person want to serve on the board? Sometimes I'm skeptical, Lee. Sometimes I'm like, well, why would you want? Well, now they have a say because Susie is the U12 girl and she has a say now because she bought her way in because she writes some grants for you. So there's pros and cons. As a president, you got to keep an eye on that. You got to just watch it because uh, before you know it, it can creep in and. Now politics takes over and you're not really in a soccer club and you're, you're spending all your time on the, the politics. Mm -hmm. Good point. Very good. Very good. Uh, let's stick with you then, Tim, for this next one. Um, how do you assess the success of the club? How are you a success of Colorado Rush as a board president? Well, good. I, we have this thing that's called, it's called quarterly reports. And Nick, you're familiar with them. And they're done at the SPI level. And we do them with, with Colorado Rush as well, the two various entities. Quarterly, we subjectively uh, throw that out the door we look at objectives did you go from five widgets to ten widgets did you accomplish six things versus three from last quarter and then we're going we're, we're doing well and it could be a program it could be a budget it could be retaining employees gaining employees 
what's in your budget, whatever you think is successful. It's not just growth in numbers, although it should be high up there, right? We want to, we want it could be measured in uh, um, how many, you know, how many, how, how many fundraisers you run per year, how much budget you create within that fundraiser. Milestones, I think, are cool, especially virtual. So now I can look at some objectively and say, yeah, did you grow from A to B? Those milestones, I, I think he's looking at them and assessing, but each club should be somewhat different. Absolutely. And we uh, on the SPI level have meetings every quarterly with our supervisors to go through it. So we can uh, make sure that we reassess those goals if they're working or not working and, and make sure everybody's on the same page. Um, hey, uh, Mike, in Missouri, how are you guys? Um, how do you assess the success of your club? I think back with what Tim said, uh, you know, looking at staff reports, looking at, looking at the measurables and just reflecting, and are you moving forward? You know, are you, you know, here in Missouri, Josh, we're always – we, we, we have a saying in the office, we want to be 100% on the brainer, and we always want to be proactive and not reactive. And, uh, and so when we look at those measurables, we're judging ourselves constantly. Are we taking steps forward to each individual program? And as we move forward, you know, looking back to our mission statement and what our goals are, is are, are we creating these special opportunities that we're discussing, our, our short and long-term goals? And are we meeting those marks? And, and trying to document it, if we have a goal in mind, how, you know, what is that pathway? What's that road to get to that goal? And, and are we actually taking those steps forward in that? And so, you know, we self-reflect. Really, for us, it always boils down for, to the opportunities. You know, are we those opportunities for the kids that, that, we, that we've set out or goal for? And so... And, and, and to, to reflect on it, you've got to have those, those got it. measurable. Awesome. As, uh, you're breaking up a little bit there, Mike, I think, but um, well, I think we've pretty much got that. Let's do this last one then. Um, if you guys aren't talking, we'll try and put your phone on mute here for a second if you can, just because it's a little crackly. Josh can edit out this middle bit. Okay, so let's uh, final question. We'll go to all three of you here. Uh, Lee, let's start with you. What are the goals for the next three to five years for Idaho Rush? Um, so we have uh, a couple of very big goals. Um, something that uh, we're struggling with in Boise, Idaho, was the, the securing uh, clubhouse and our own exclusive training facility. Um, we do have a couple of partnerships with um, the city and lease agreements, but obviously along with that comes some... Uh, red tape and some restrictions, shall we say. So um, our big goal is to secure our own land and um, make sure that we have ultimate control over some fields. Uh, um, we just recently got a, a new, another lease on a, about um, six acres, so we're developing that. Um, another, another goal that we actually started, Nick, last year was uh, – I think it was in 2018, we had absolutely zero female coaches um, as head coaches. We had a lot of females as assistants. Um, but um, for the next two to three years, we have a goal of uh, increasing the number of head coaches in our competitive program, in our what we call our developmental programs as well. 
And that is, we're having some big success there. Um, we've actually turned the corner and uh, a lot of female coaches involved. Other goals that we're doing is obviously managing the finances in a responsible way to provide the most benefit to you know, our membership and make every effort to end in the black um, at the end of the physical year. Um, and my personal goal, actually, is to, you know, I, I ask my staff to send me their goals. And then I kind of want to empower them and give them goals that, that will motivate them. I think setting a goal for an individual that staff member that doesn't care about a certain uh, topic is not going to motivate them. So just trying to find a way of empowering the employees in a better way and getting them to do what they're good at and that's something that they really enjoy. So there's a few of the, the goals from Idaho. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, what's your thoughts, Mike? You know, on the short-term goals for us, I feel like we just, as Missouri Rush, hit a few of them. Uh, we had some expansion and growth in Southwest Missouri um, for facilities. We've seen a, a big change with our, our new outdoor complex and, um, and also something that has been a short-term goal of ours, or really it was a long-term goal we just achieved was, was uh, getting to be part of the ECNL with the ECNL Regional League. Um, so we've, we've hit some of those marks. So our goals have kind of shifted into being able to manage those, being able to, to, to put the polish on, on all of those, that, that new relationship in, in Southwest Missouri, uh, the, uh, the program and what it has to offer with that ECNL and also, you know, this new home that we have and just kind of streamlining processes at this point, you know, instead of trying to go grab the next thing, it's let's get, let's get polished on all the things that we have in front of us and then look towards that, that, that next goal. Um, as far as long-term, you know, we haven't solved the problem here in Missouri as far as the weather in the winter um, and indoor facilities as we grow. Uh, I, I know our coaches and staff for programs are, we're looking for that, that next step as far as having an indoor facility uh, to utilize. And, uh, and then also with the new programs we've had, we really want to get that, that, that structure um, and, and better implementation of, of the rush wave philosophy within, within our, our player pathway and, and all of our age groups with our age group DOCs. And um, that's been another goal of ours. So um, for, for us, we're, uh, we're ready to put the polish on and just kind of round some things out here. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, very, very good. Okay, all right, uh, fellas, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Rush Soccer Club Development Series. I was your host, Nick Penn, Executive Director of Rush Soccer. Be sure to like and follow our page to stay updated on all our latest podcasts. If you have something specific you would like to be covered in this series, please feel free to reach out. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to sharing more thoughts and advice next time. You're listening to the Rush Soccer Club Development Series with your host, Nick Penn, the Executive Director of Rush Soccer, exclusively on the Rush Podcast.